welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for The Mandalorian. My name's Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello, hello. And Noma. Hello there. How are we doing today, guys? Still sick? Still sick? Still plugged up. Be yeah, better? One, better or one worse? One of my ears has recently slightly popped, so you hear a little better. <laughs> that's that's better. Were, both of you were muted to me before. It was just like, what are you saying? Just don't yeah. yell too much. <laughs> are you, and you then, uh, taking medication mm-hmm. for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's a slow burn on it. It seems to be right now. Are you wearing Jedi and, robes? No, nah, man. These are just robes. Oh, okay. but, you know, it's got the brown. They, I just if, thought if they were, it's just because I'm posing as a Jedi. Yeah, and infiltrated your stupid little <laughs> yeah. temple, yeah. and it's it's really as easy as what what was her name? Xana did. So you know, I could do it too. Fair mm-hmm. enough. But uh, we're not talking about Jedi today. We're talking about something else, Ed. We are discussing the events of The Mandalorian, which is way better. Chapter 21, <laughs> The Pirate. It's, it's bringing Mandalorians and pirates and all that stuff. I feel like two of the best things ever. Not really, if you think about it historically. <laughs> but but, but <laughs> fantasy-wise, yes. Um, but we will be discussing what happened in this episode, what may happen in future episodes, and if we spotted any Easter eggs, how many did we find what, what they were, and what they symbolize and what they represent now there may be some things that we miss there may be some things that we don't consider to be as important as you may um but it's all opinion and we'd love to hear yours and please 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 if there's any any opinion that you have listen to the following by normally he's going to go through a whole list of ways you can contact us if you happen to miss anything don't worry we will repeat it at the end of the episode thank you ed Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of different ways to contact us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. As always, we've got to plug that merch store. That's shop.voiceoftheforce.com. Uh, our email is also an easy way to reach us. That is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. And on social media, we're on Twitter and Instagram. The handle for both is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our episode tweets does help with growing our listener base, and it's very much appreciated. Uh, now the Bad Batch is wrapped up, we're going to be trying to fill in that time slot with uh, streaming on Twitch. You can find us there at twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming, and we'll try to keep you up to date through Twitter, at least Twitter, but hopefully Twitter and Instagram, on when we're going to be going live. Just on, a matter of uh, when Dan remembers. <laughs> That's basically it. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, you know, hopefully that goes well. Should be, yeah, should be uh, Friday and, evenings, just a heads up for everybody. Mm-hmm, that's what we're going to be aiming for right now. Uh, evenings in EST time, I believe. Yes. And uh, yeah, as always, you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Viewing us with five stars and a comment does help with visibility. And you can subscribe for free for the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And before we get started, I just wanted to give us a spoiler warning. Because if you haven't seen Chapter 21, The Pirate, and uh, wanted to listen to this episode, please stop. Go watch it, because it is one hell of an episode. I don't know how they do it. Every episode in The Mandalorian just gets one better than the next. And uh, it is it is really, really good. So please pause. Don't get spoiled. Go watch it and come back. It is a phenomenal episode. And with that said, mm-hmm. let's get into the writer and director. Gorian Shard. I knew that Corsair looked familiar. I don't believe my eyes. 
The voice sounds like Grief Karga, Guildmaster of the Navarro Hunters. But all I see before me is a pampered nobleman dressed for the pomp of his wedding feast. Yes, so for Chapter 21, The Pirate, the writer is John Favreau and the director is Peter Ramsey. I don't think I mispronounced anybody's names, but if I did, I apologize. I do want to just quickly give the credit to Peter Ramsey for what he's done in the past. Uh, not heard mm. of him before, but he's the guy who directed Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Rise Ooh, of the Guardians, okay. oh, Minority Report, nice. and The Core. He also was a storyboard artist for... Where was that? Um... Uh, Independence Day, Mortal Kombat, original movie, 1995, Ooh. Batman Forever, Casper, he was an illustrator, and where was the other one? Uh, Predator 2. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and your favorite Godzilla movie from 1998. Ugh. Uh, he was a storyboard artist for that. Um, I mean, I mean, oh, and Fight Club. His... That's the one I was thinking about. Oh, okay, okay. Castaway, I mean, like all these good movies. Nice. Osmosis I mean, that's Jones. fine. It's not, it's not his fault that Godzilla turned out the way it did. Man, he's on every like animated thing, like all the Shreks. Shark Tale. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's got a lot of uh, sausage party. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of good credits and a lot of weird credits. But yeah, he's uh, he did, did a fantastic job. Yeah, yeah. No, this episode was really, really cool. And uh, there was one thing I've been waiting for that I finally got to see. And it was everything I'd fucking hoped and dreamed for. So I'm very happy. He's going to rewatch uh, that, that scene said, on repeat. Oh, I, I did, I'm, I'm absolutely going to be rewatching this episode. Um, but yeah, with that being said, this episode starts off with uh, Gorian Shard is back, and the last time on makes it painfully clear what we're going to be dealing with, because it literally is just like, hey, do you remember all of the pirate footage from the first episode? We're just going to show all of that again. Um, but yeah, he, he basically Ed invades Navarro. Mm. Ed called it. We were like, yeah, there's no one protecting Navarro, so who's going to protect him from the pirates? And we're completely right, you know, like Mano's yep. not there, yep. nobody was there to protect, so... Yeah, so they get their asses kicked. I mean, <laughs> that's a little understatement. Yeah. Yes, it was. It's 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 a punching down contest because grief basically tries to uh, play it off like there'll be consequences, but you know, Gorian calls his bluff, starts shelling the city. Yeah. Um, it's like a very small version of Lothal all over again. Actually, um, yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, like it was the first thing I rem it reminded me of. It, it's also I'm curious about the cannon rounds because they almost look like torpedoes. So maybe it's like pulsars. Yeah, they were like physical. It was a laser. They were yeah. physical <laughs> they, they, explosives. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. looked like they were just launching rockets. And I'm just like, mm. but your turrets don't look like that. Yeah. So yeah. I thought it was good though because okay. it definitely gave it a little bit more atmosphere of like this is even more dangerous because there's going to be shrapnel and stuff flying around, mm. right? So and like there's trails yes. coming down, get like the gas being burned on those missiles too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious what the rounds were, because uh, I do know like some older like pre-turbo laser rounds would have kind of looked similar to that too. So yeah. it could also be that. But yeah, overall, it's curious. Um, we also get a name for his vessel, uh, not his like his name for the vessel, but the class is a Corsair class. Cumulus class. Oh, it's a Cumulus a class? Yeah, I'm just looking at it right here. It says, a Corsair of the Cumulus class owned by the Pirate King Gordon oh, Shard. Okay. I'm just taking okay. a look here. I remember laughing because I was like, ha, they're using clouds to describe yeah. it. Yeah, I like that. And it's it's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. ship, man. Like, it makes sense. That's a ship I want to have in like the Star Wars RPG if we ever go back to it. You want a Corsair? Yo, that looks so cool. I it's know, just we, need a, we need a crew. We couldn't just be trying to fly it ourselves. I mean, we could do it with like five people. It's, it's going to be a it's going to be a much smaller, sadder version of the wild card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we just don't have, we can't fire the turrets because there's five people here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it, it goes poorly. Uh, Grief is basically forced to evacuate and move out to the lava flats, give up the town. Um, and he 
sends a message to Carson Teva, basically asking for help and New Republic support. Um, we get to see, I've already forgotten the name of the planet, it starts with an A, uh, but it's the planet that they that he had mentioned in the last season, this, uh, what he was using for a base. Adelphi. Um, Adelphi. Adelphi, and yeah. yeah, where he's stationed with his, uh, his squadron that he also had mentioned. I think it's the rain, uh, the Rangers? Of the New Is Republic. it the Adelphi Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, um, so we see them. Uh, Dan pointed out a cool Easter egg, which is that we get the three pilots from yeah. uh, season one. So Dave Filoni, Deborah Chow, and Rick Famayua. I cannot remember any of their characters' names. Wolf um, is one of them, because that's... that's uh, Yeah, yeah, Dave Filoni's character. Dave Filoni. I'll, I'll look it up while we continue here. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so we get them very quickly, uh, which is cool. And then uh, when he goes up to the bar where we see a... I, I think... I think I had to look it up. I think the race is called Snavillian or something, but it's one of the, like, the pig-faced ca- cantina races from episode four. Let me pull it up um, here. So I got the names for the characters. So it's Trapper Wolf mm-hmm. is Dave Filoni. Rick yeah. is D- uh, Jib Dodger. And then Deborah is Sash Ketter. Okay. And then I'll find the, the bartender in a second here. Yeah, I think it's Snavillian uh, or something like that. Um, but yeah, just, so she's the bartender. Uh, it's getting to see one of them. It again. would be because you. Mm. It's it's um from from um Moss Zane Isley. Carrick's yeah, it's a Zane Carrick story, the Snivian. Oh, oh Snivian. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the little bastard who he's with yeah, him, he's trying yeah, to yeah. drags him along with him everywhere. Yeah, yeah. God, they're yeah. a little ugly. <laughs> well, that one is <laughs> significantly so. It looks like he was just in three bar fights and then decided to roll yeah. up to Maz Eisley and be like, "Let's find I just some love how like not all aliens are aesthetically pleasing to the human eye, but oh yeah, it's nice. I mean, what's the stupid caterpillar slug thing from episode nine? It's I can't it, remember. It's, it's a oh yeah, a he's like just is he like Tim or something like that. It's like a normal yeah, so name. He just, he just came in from Claw. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, and he's like so sitting in the middle of fucking be like, yeah. He's actually a mechanic. I, I he's in one of the books, I think. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> he is. Yeah, I, I don't care. I know. But, uh, you brought yeah. it up. <laughs> no, I did. I yeah. did. Um, but yeah, so. uh Basically, uh, he has a talk with Zeb. Zeb fucking shows up, which Yo, is kind of shocking. The commander, I, I guess, eh? Or I guess Maybe part not. of the, Let me see the, the Rangers. Um, but yeah, he, yeah. He, he basically walks up and they have a little talk about like, oh, do you think the New Republic will actually help out? Um, they haven't sent us like anything in weeks. So Carson's like, well, I'll uh, defy time and space and fly directly there. Um, very, very minor gripe with, with this episode. But yeah, he, he goes to Coruscant to... Uh, speak to the New Republic directly. Uh, and I was like, cool, how long did that take? But whatever. Um, he gets there and uh, talks to the commander, or sorry, Colonel Tuttle. Yeah. Um, who's played by Tim Meadows, which is really cool, because I really like him as an actor. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I, I talked with these guys a little yeah. bit earlier. Walk Hard is Such one of my favorite actor. things. He's a good yeah, com- he's, comedic he's really actor, funny. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they talk, and we get. Oh, I've already forgotten her name from last episode. It starts with an E, right? I, I, uh, Ellie, Elia Kane. Elia, yeah. Um, she comes in too, and they basically have a talk about, like, yeah, it's the Outer Rim, it's Navarro. They're not with the New Republic. Fuck them. And it's just like, <laughs> God, the New Republic's gone to shit in six years already. What the fuck? You're like, yeah, like, because like, if it were, if it was the new, if it was the old Republic, like the one that we had during the yeah. Clone Wars, they'd be like, yeah, we're gonna support them, and then they might convert into the New Republic. Like, they might, yeah. 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 
And now they're like, yeah, maybe if they get their asses kicked enough, they'll realize they should join. And yeah, it's like, what the fuck kind of well, mentality Carson is even that? Out, just, Carson points out that Empire. Yeah, Carson even points out, he's like, that sounds like the Empire. And he has a bit of a spat with uh, Elia about it. Um, and she's being like, oh, no, I've been she's changing. She's obviously working for the Empire oh, still. Like, yeah, holy crap. Yeah, 100%. Like, it, you know, she's getting This was plan. obvious because she, yeah. there was no reason for her to be in the room anyway. Yeah, because she, she saw him walk him in. in. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, yeah. huh, I wonder if I could do something here. And it's just I knew like, it. Are I you knew it. It's like, goddamn, this girl needs to get her shit owned. Well, I mean, they have to well, realize the that. whole reason she's there, right, is to probably do exactly this. So discontent, yeah. so bullshit. And sorry, that's what I mean. That. Though they have, like, like the New Republic has their heads so far up their ass, except for obviously the ones who are on the front line who see it. Yeah, and like it's, it's just, yeah, it's just more disappointment compared to like the Legends New Republic. But I mean, I guess mm-hmm. they gotta justify episode seven. The thing somehow. too is Carson Tava. He's like, you know, it, if we leave it too long, it's gonna be too big before we can even deal with it, and. Yeah. As as we've seen, I mean, as much as we want to not think about it, episode seven, eight, nine, it is too late at that point because they got their heads yeah. so far up their ass and they're not looking at it as a new republic that their whole system gets destroyed. So it's yeah. like cool. it's just the trope in this whole series where authority characters refuse to listen to reason yeah. for the mm-hmm. stupidest reasons, and then when it turns out they should have, either they've put the person in jail or they've exiled them so far or they've gone something mm-hmm. embarrassed. When she's going off yep. and telling everybody yeah, about yeah. what they've become, they're just going oh, take her away. Yes. Are you going to go back and, like, see episode three happens, you're going to go back and free her and apologize? <laughs> no, they probably murdered her in jail. Yeah. I am actually honestly shocked that she hasn't been revealed to have been an Inquisitor at this point. Uh, Oberis? They've, yeah. they've actually, I think they've they finally named all of the Inquisitors and she's not one of them. No, I'm kind of glad because I didn't want her to just like fall yeah. like that. It's just like I mm. recognize the flaws in the Jedi. I'm not saying I don't want to be one. I just don't want to be one under this. I would say leadership. Mm, out of all sure. the people that would have gotten killed in Order 66, she's definitely probably one of them. She was in there holding. There's no way mm. she got out. Yeah, they would yeah. have had her weapons. They would just come in and just execute her, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is ironic considering she wouldn't have had anything to do with the Order. So she's been in jail. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but anyway. uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, having been told no, um, Carson then just tracks down uh, the Mandalorian Conclave and goes to you know the Keepers of the Watch, and we get a, we do get a kind of funny scene where I guess they're referencing a little bit of of old canon because um, they you know they're obviously aggressive when he shows up the Mandalorians and Din asks like we're hidden how did you find us yeah. and. Uh, we get a funny scene where yeah carson's like oh uh there's a you have a, a member of the the rebellion that i fought alongside in your group and they're all like what the fuck no we don't like who's who would they're all like who is who's yeah who is the yeah, traitor yeah. yeah and it's r5 i love and that and so it's like he's like ah oh, good to see you again r5 and i'm like when the fuck did you have time to join the rebellion between exploding outside the sand how did you back to tatooine is my Kelly? question dude yeah. i was expecting just Plasma to start flying yeah. and incinerate <laughs> this droid. Just yeah, like, I was yeah, expecting yeah. it so much from Din himself. Just be like fucking droid. Yeah, I swear to God, yeah. right? So, it's, oh my days. I was surprised when nobody laid it because everybody wanted their eyes trained on the New Republic mm. guy, right? But it's just like that droid's dead. if it's not surviving the next cycle i'll tell you that right now (laughs) it's either gonna get abandoned or just shut the hell you take it with you because yeah yeah because we don't we don't need them anymore 
Um, but yeah, so he basically lets them know, like, hey, Grief Karga's in danger. Uh, I'm not asking for your help. I'm just letting you know that the New Republic isn't going to do anything, and he's going to probably die if you don't help. Um, and so we do get a cool scene, too, where he gets in the X-Wing, and he says, like, look, I know you're going to relocate anyways, but I I promise you I'm not going to tell anybody where you are. Um, and then he leaves. And so we get a fucking, I was not expecting a Lord of the Flies reference in this episode. Uh, but it cuts to uh, the inside of the Conclave, and Din's walking around a fire, and he's holding, I guess, the speaking hammer. Um, yeah, I so love he, that. He's, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, it, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm holding the conch shell. Uh, cool. Well, it's also it's it. also like an indigenous reference, right? So, like, the cultural reference there, I guess, because in mm. indigenous cultures, at least in Canada, they have, like, a, a thing like that. Yeah, the speaking stick yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but it, it was just, like, the first thing I thought of, and I was like, oh, the magic okay. conch. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, little, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Spongebob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Do that. Do nothing. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Din gives a speech about how, uh, you know, they'd fought uh, grief in the past, but um, he had offered um, Din a tract of land, so there's a chance that if they help, they can claim that, and then they don't have to hide underground anymore. They can actually be protectors and, and have a life. Yeah outside of you know hiding underground in the sewers like last time on navarro um so we get a nice it i'm not sure it, it was like slightly clunky for me but i can see how some people would be genuinely surprised by it because uh the armor basically says anyone else want to talk paz gets up grabs the hammer um starts making a speech about like we shouldn't help um you know what what is uh grief ever done for us you know i fought along i fought his men um, watch the empire butcher us, and then he—he—it's a red herring. He turns it around and basically says, like, we do it because we're Mandalorians, because this is a challenge, this is a fight, um, and we can reclaim a, a piece of of home, and be you know become a proud clan again. And that basically pulls everybody in, so everybody's on board. Um, and then we get a scene where I, I immediately was like, fuck yes, yeah, like this is exactly what I wanted because it cuts to Bo uh, outside the gauntlet talking with a bunch of of the Mandalorians and explaining to them how they're going to function as a unit um, and how she's going to air combat drop them out of the gauntlet. So good. Um, she's like, yeah, you yeah. guys don't know what a gauntlet fighter is. Let me explain it to you because you haven't seen mm -hmm. the Clone Wars. Yeah, I yeah, love this because you, you guys don't have this kind of tech, Yeah, uh, which is true. They didn't have any ships. I'm surprised. Uh, how yeah, do they not like, have a ship? I assume they've been stowing away on yes, or like areas. you know asking people. No, they couldn't even do that because then yeah. people would know that they're there. Yeah, yeah. I so have you no have to idea. Stow away. Maybe they got like a U-Haul. They just like all jumped into, and then I, took, took I it mean, back. You you just you cram yourself in one of those the sea rocks that's in that um, uh, half structural ring that we saw them in last time. Yeah. And then you just yeah you just make or you know you get in one that's uh, all pilot or all crewed by droids something like that i assume um but yeah so so with that they basically form a plan where it's that n1's going to distract the carrier um and then uh the gauntlet will airdrop con uh, units into the city to clear it out uh we do get a, a a good idea that even though like mandalorians versus pirates is already a one-sided punching match i loved it uh, it's going to be even more punching down for the Mandalorians because we just see the pirates have basically ransacked the town and they're all hammered as hell. Yeah, they're just like, um, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, obviously they're, they're not expecting anything. Yeah, they're not expecting a reprisal. They think they've won, right? At um, least and not we, so soon. Yeah, yeah. And and then we we get a scene where I was I I saw it and I was like, is this gonna 
it's just going to pay it forward because the two of the pirates come out of, I think, the school. And they're drinking and, and laughing, and they see a bunch of the Kowakian monkey lizards in the tree, so they yeah. start trying to shoot at them. Um, and I was like, Which comes back. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you put a scene like that in and just not have it play out. Yes, exactly. Because uh, yeah. you do it for the outrage, right? All the reactors are going to be like, oh my god, they're shooting the poor lizards. Let's forget they were roasting them alive in season one. The interesting um, thing, too, by the way, is that uh, in one of the books that's, uh, I think, A New Hope, uh, mm -hmm. it's like the A Certain Point of View book, where it's like a whole bunch of short stories that tells the entirety of A New Hope from different people's perspective in the background. Mm -hmm. There's one where it was, I think, uh, a and Monkey Lizard, and uh, it... It's I don't know if it's canon or not. It's hard to know, but it was a sent like they're sentient. Mm. To a, like they can't I mean, they can't like speak comment like ba sorry ba basic or anything like that. Yeah. But like they have an understanding of the world around them and like can think for themselves, which is interesting. Yeah, considering what we see later on, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they see the N one drop out of the sky. It it buzzes the uh, cumulus, and uh, you know obviously. Gorian then deploys all of his uh, pirate skips. I don't know what what their class is called yet. Um, but up fighters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he deploys got, all. They, yeah, they've got to be just fighters at this point. No, they don't look like they have that much space after they showed us like cockpit and everything like that. I think they're just bulky as hell, but they don't yeah. move like it. It's such an odd ship. I love it yeah. though. It's very interesting because the, the so three deploy out of the top. Um, but then when we see the full number, it's like 10. There's like 10 or 11 of them all together. Um, and, you know, Vane's obviously itching for revenge, so he's like gung-ho in this fight. And uh, we get Grief uh, thanking Mando and basically saying, like, oh, you're at number 10 to 1. We get a reference to season 1. Mando says, I like those odds. Yeah. Um, he goes, I'm sure you would. Uh, so we get a, a pretty cool dogfight. Mando's just fucking styling all over these snub fighters. Um, while they're distracted, uh, Bo does her combat airdrop, and the Mandalorians just start picking apart the uh, the, the pirates. Uh, they're completely caught by surprise. She does two different combat group drops, um, and then basically uh, with kind of implying a third one that's coming in as well, she then comes back to then attack the, uh, the Cumulus class. And it's interesting because we do get to see, right, like it's... it's a cumulus class, like it's not, it's like a light cruiser ish. It's like even, it looks even smaller than an Architens. Um, but it can't even stand up against the gauntlet. Like Bo, Bo's attacks on it just rip, like take out an engine yeah. with her first pass, basically. Um, and then Din also manages to take out an engine. So they're two down. Um, Gorian freaks out, basically recalls all the snub fighters. So they come back, uh, try to take out Bo. It looks like for a second, Vane's going to get a hit, and then Mando comes in. Uh, and that was a two-pronged attack, so they uh, obliterate the snub fighters. Um, at the same time, we get a, a shot to the city, and it's like, oh, things are starting to go bad. Where it's like they they start scoring some hits. They corner uh, one of the Mandalorian combat groups, um, but as they're doing all the fighting, uh, Paz's group drops in behind uh, the group that has had cornered the second group, and Paz just fucking takes them apart with that heavy heavy machine gun, heavy laser cannon. I don't know what it is. It's cool, though. It'd be a repeater or whatever at that point. Yeah, I, I just called it the fucking Gatling came out, man. Yeah. He went... Yeah. Like, if ever there was a time for that, though, and you can finally see, like... <laughs> I, he's, he's he's a tank, but he had like the most DPS out of anybody anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was just beautiful to see him just like raking this whole covering fire on the entire yeah. scene. Just just spray spray and obliterate. It's yeah. it's fucking great. But yeah, we also see that 
Uh, one one little thing I love is that the gun has like it has no recoil. It's a laser rifle. Yeah. So he it's it's just brutal. Like you just you just swing just your gun around. You don't even need, yeah. You yeah. don't even need to compensate for anything. But he takes them all apart. Um, but the uh, pirates have a single like it's not even an e-web. It's just like a, a kind of like heavy cannon, I guess. Yeah. And you know. Cannon. Yeah, right. And so they start to not even deal damage. They just start to knock down Mandalorians because we see, yeah, yeah, we see one person take a shot from it, um, and he he he's like fine. We see another person hit take an explosion from it. He falls down, gets back up. Uh, we see Paz take a round from it, and he's just like, "Ow, my chest!" And yeah, he's like, he just, wow, he's yeah. like puts himself behind like some barriers. Like I'm good. Yeah, yeah. He's the most armored yeah. out of all of them though, because he has to be. Yeah, he's yeah. so slow, right? like everybody and is one like small detail i love as far as i could tell none of the mandalorians die during this no because they're fi- they're fighting pirate scum like it's not you know it's a fight but it's not like a uh intense yeah uh high level fight this is just beating like beating up gangsters which is it's still f- super fun to watch um but they're kind of pinned down right like none of them want to come out uh in in the full open to fight the heavy cannon because they might get the they might get killed by it. yeah yeah um, but armor put all of her points into sneak. I love that. <laughs> so she's just pure Assassin's yeah. Creed moment. It was yeah. beautiful. I'm talking hundred percent. She just rolls up behind in, in grief Karga's room where they've set up and just takes them all apart. The, the Trandoshan must've been high on something, the gunner, because I'm he doesn't hear, yeah, he doesn't hear any of his friends get beaten to death. And at one point she fucking throws the hammer and it ricochets. That off was one of so the good. Heads. That was to hurt like a bitch. Well, no, he just—he must have just died. Like that just crushes yeah. your skull. But like the fact it lands behind the Trandoshan, he's just still fucking firing. And I'm like, man, you must have—you must have taken that good shit beforehand. I hope it was worth it. Yep. As Bo, the, or as, no, not Bo, as the armor then fucking slams him, and he goes off the roof. Oh it's my like, god! Yeah, he, okay, he's definitely dead. He, she's killed everybody in that room, right? That was so um, good. But they're man. clear. Yeah. So as soon as they're clear, Paz orders a push forward. They just slaughter the pirates, um, with. All of the snub fighters death. Vane, or sorry, with all the snub fighters dead, Vane is there like, "Hey, Gorian, it's cool working with you. Bye bye." And he just fucking dips. And I was like, "Yeah, perfect. Of course, you're 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 a pirate. You, when the odds are against you, you don't stick around." It's the, the it reminded me of uh, when Maul and Savage uh, go after Hondo's second in command. Yeah. So oh yeah. Like, hey, die or betray. Choose and it's like, yeah, fuck, I want to live. <laughs> uh, so Gorian tries to to go out guns blazing and, and kill the townsfolk because they've also shown up to try and help. Um, and Bo and uh, Din are like, nah, not happening. What happens if we take out all the engines? So they do a, a combat run, knock out all the engines. And we get to see the cumulus go down behind the lava flats and just fucking explode. And it's like, yeah, this isn't a Gideon explosion from season one. Gorian's dead. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. He just he goes down guns blazing and yeah we also see him scream right before he goes out so uh so he's yeah he gets fucking uh fireballed uh so afterwards you know the townsfolk all cheering the mandalorians they're heroes now and grief does give a big uh speech about you know oh thank you guys for saving us uh from here on out uh this entire section of land is all yours now between like these lava flats and these cliffs it's all mandalorian property now um, I, I wanted one lawmaker. I've got an entire clan of them now. Um, 
and then we get a little bit of a, a, a callback to episode one because he says as uh as magistrate grief karga the droid corrects him and says hi magistrate the townsfolk laugh mm-hmm. um but the other thing that we see that's uh, kind of nice is that when he says that and it's like you know you get your heroes you, you get this land but we see the the watch respecting it right they do the like hands to the chest thing yeah yeah and it's like you know they appreciate it um so while they're getting that celebration, uh, Paz tells uh, Bo-Katan that the armor wants to uh, speak to her. So she goes to the original forge underneath the sewers. Uh, the armor gives a bit of a speech about how uh, she's seen the great forge on Mandalore. And Bo says, like, yeah, I remember it too. Um, and we get something that I, I do want to touch on a little bit because I was shocked that this is how they did it. Um, the armor basically says, like, we need... The, the traditions aren't working. We need to change them. And she says, like, take off your helmet. Uh, well, she says, take off your helmet first. Bo's hesitant. Yeah. And then the armor is like, look, do you respect my rank? I'm asking you to do it. Um, so she does. And then we get the, yeah, like, we, we need, the traditions are holding us back. Uh, we can't continue doing this. You saw the Mythosaur. That's a sign. Uh, you've walked both paths. You walked our creed. You've walked the, the normal Mandalorian path. So you can be the person who brings us all together. I love that. Uh, yeah, and as soon as they did, I was like, ah, shit, here we go. Mandalore the Mandalore. Uniter. Here we go yeah, again. <laughs> it's, it's either going to be Mandalore the Uniter or Mandalore the Unifier, and I'm I'm down for either one. Um, but yeah, so so we then see her leading Bo-Katan out. Um, you know, we, it's it's clear, and I love the acting, because it's clear even through all the helmets that the other Mandalorians are shocked that Bo's walking through their ranks oh, without her helmet Yeah, they're on. like, what the... Yeah. F-? You can just feel the tension in that scene. Yeah, yeah, and it's clearly like, what the hell? She threw it all away. Um, like, Paz is shocked, Din's shocked, everyone's shocked. Um, and the armor basically tells them Bo-Katan is going to head out in the world, and she's going to reunite all the clans of Mandalore so we can take back the homeland. Yeah. And Paz says, like, oh, she took off her helmet. And the armor basically restates that she's walked both paths. She is the one who is worthy to unite all of us across everything. Um, and that that is basically... Oh, she's sorry. basically just calling her Mandalore at that part, and you mm-hmm. will listen. And all it's she needs is the Darksaber yeah. at that point. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering, like, is she, are they going to challenge Din in front of everybody right yeah. now to get it back and it, then take it with her? Yeah, like, it, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was kind of being like, it would be hilarious if she just fucking turns around, drop kicks Din, and then, like, grabs the saber. Yeah, yeah, Mine yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so kind of, it looks like it's going to end there, and I assumed it was going to end there. But uh, we cut to uh, Carson Teva and his X-Wing. And he's basically very slowly found. And I thought I thought this was a, a big setup to him getting killed. Um, yeah, but he finds a a destroyed lambda. Oh man, um, I had he, some theories as soon as as soon as he's coming up on that. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Oh yeah, like I I I yeah, so did I. And and we'll talk a bit about that as well. But um, he basically is, is radioing some uh, one of the other members of his squad and. Uh, he asks for like shuttle numbers and like reference ID, and so through this and uh, getting his pro- his uh, astromech to deploy a probe, uh, we figure out that this was Moff Gideon's prison ship, uh, which is interesting. I wasn't expecting the New Republic to. I mean, again, it's something weird. We're getting some weird discrepancies, but like I wasn't expecting them to commandeer a lambda uh, to use because it's full of. It's all know, well. They all, we reversed all the Imperial tech, right? Like the ship, not, not, not all of it, not all of it, but like some of the transports and stuff like that, I could see. Yeah, because it, it's there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, it's not weaponized in any way. It's just a transport, right? But but the, the same. There's point, nothing yeah. wrong with a lot of things. I know, but, but like they pick the and choose. 
it's so yeah. it's so weird because it's like okay so the, re- the research point. and the food and the medicine is all destroyable yeah it's so but, weird like, the lamb does not it's so weirdly all over yeah it's all over it's the, the place, uh, but... new republic i was gonna say the higher republic yeah. but it's the new yeah. republic it's just just increasingly disappointing but um yeah, so he goes through the ship. It's full of rebel naval troopers, and so it, it's like, oh, we can't find anybody else in here. Like it's just Gideon, um, and then he finds uh, a piece of Beskar embedded in in the ship. And so the the guy he's talking to says, like, are you saying that Mandalorians broke Gideon out? And that's where we end. Yeah, because um, there's a, like so, a shard of Beskar in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my immediate thought was that, oh, I think that uh, the thing I was talking about in season two, where it was like maybe the dark troopers are so strong because they're made out of Imperial Beskar. Yep. Like that was the the first thing I thought. Because the New Republic doesn't know about them. Mm. Yeah. Well, no, they should. They absolutely should. They Luke don't know because the only people that know are Luke. They have all the records. They should know who fought them. Yeah, it was just Luke and Mando and some of the. But you're saying Luke wouldn't report back to them? I mean, he's doing his own thing. He's not part of the New Republic. I no, I don't. He's not that kind of Jedi. He'd yeah. say something. He, I don't he know. T- he, at the very least, it's he just, it's just a matter if they'd listen. But he'd yeah. still. He has R2 to either send off a report or something. That he wouldn't go directly, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. The other thing but I can say is, like, he probably thought he took them all out, but maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Do what they want, because, like, that was probably just the squadron he had on that ship, not yeah. necessarily the entire thing. I will tell oh, you right now who, who busted him out of that Lambda. You guys know. Oh, you're saying what, Thrawn? 110%. <laughs> I was actually, you know what I was waiting for? I was waiting for, like, a kind of, like, dilapidated Chimera to just like be like there and i'm like well if it's the chimera it'd be peloton right now right because well it's kind of destroyed like the whole bridge is all the glasses like of the transparent steel is all broken and stuff from so remind me did they get taken into hyperspace in the chimera or yes was it, it was it was in the chimera oh, okay. but the whole front of the like the, yeah, the yeah, deck the was all air like the, the okay. it was open to yeah. space right oh so no they wouldn't be in a dilapidated well i mean they could have repaired it. who knows right I, the camera has I to make a comeback. I can see it if it was something like you know they cut to it and it's all the um, pressurization shields are up. Yeah, because they can't see out the front anymore. But, yeah, they would have those. Yeah, I mean it would be. So here's the thing, though: we never got a confirmation that Thrawn is working with Gideon. Yeah, so I mean, what he, motivation would he have to go yeah, pick him up? The, and I'd, the only I'd want the only, that first. Yeah, right. Because the only person that Thrawn was working with, as far as we know from Mandalorian, was the magistrate. Yeah. Um, and as far as we know, the magistrate wasn't affiliated with Gideon. Magistrate? Yeah. Uh, the, Ahsoka the one that Ahsoka fought. And oh, then, that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, the girl. Yeah, the lady. Yeah, yeah. Who has the Beskar spear. But um, he, he's with her, right? But she had no. ties. Or no. She had ties no, to Thrawn, is what you're saying. Together. She has ties yeah, with Thrawn. Oh, I see what you're we saying. We don't know if she has ties with Gideon. Yeah. yeah. Or if Gideon has ties with Thrawn from a different way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it like, Thrawn... Be Thrawn having his fingers in everything. 100% it's Thrawn. Who else would it be? Because they even said, like, a few episodes ago, I mean... For me, it makes sense because, like, you have a whole bunch of TIE Interceptors, and, like, that's a lot of TIE Interceptors for a Warlord. I mean, the the other thing that, right. I, that I thought they could be, like, um, what's it called? Hinting towards, mm. uh, especially considering Bad Batch, is it's whoever is in charge of the Advanced Science Division right now. Or especially because be... he's been working with Peshing. That's, and that's what they're working with, right? Could be, yeah, like, Owens. the Huck stuff with, like, as they go, they go into Wild Space with the kids well who yeah well whoever whoever is in charge of advanced science right because we even see uh i'm pretty sure it's i'm thinking of the right thing we see yeah yeah in season two we see the the clone tanks right 
Yeah. Um, and the Navarro outpost. So, who, like, I, I maybe it's Hemlock. I, I assume no, it's not I, Hemlock. I don't think it I'm, is. Yeah. yeah. I assume he's gonna so die. And... It would be a good way to con- if if you wanted to have him have continuity. It'd be interesting be, to see him in live like, action. Super but old. Yeah, he would be like eighties. Probably. Yeah, it's hard to say how old he is, but like sixties. He's, I mean, again, like it's defense science, so maybe he could just inject well, something in that that hand is keeping him alive. I would, yeah. He's got like the Izanagi thing going. Oh Donzo. Every no, time, yeah, man. yeah, every time. Um, but yeah, no, this was this was a hell of an episode. I mean, mm. some of the stuff that we get, like the cameos at the beginning, like I was not expecting them to drop Zeb like in the first five minutes of the episode, but it was yeah, so right. good. And it was so casual, right? Like, they're not like, oh, my God, it's Zabarellios. It's, like, not yeah. even name dropped. It's just, like, yeah, he comes yeah. in, he talks. You know it's Steve Bloom, and that's it. And then you get the other one, which I didn't notice right away. But, yeah, the directors being in that scene as well. Mm. That was great. Tim Meadows being in this. Like, there's a lot yeah, of great right. talent, uh, like, in this episode. Um, you said yeah. you were excited about a lot of stuff, too. I Noma. am gonna jump in. Yeah, you know, go for the, it. I I agree with Noma 100 percent on that because like we see they show us the pirates shelling in the fucking city. That was so good. Mm. Then it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go tell the New Republic, and it's just like you are on the outer well, Adolfi, but like how transmission range? What is it at this rate where it can hit you if you're in either mid or outer rim? There's no way you can be in the core and get that. Well, he's mm. in the outer rim, and they're yeah, in the so, core. But, uh, is Adelphi in the core? No, no. So Adelphi is on the outer rim. Oh, perfect. But, no, but like the, the place that he travels to before going to Navarro or before going to Mando is he goes to the core and then he goes to and Mando back, back out. out. Yeah. Right. Mm. Which which still lends credence to my point because it's like, okay, so you're on the outer rim to get the core on. Depending on what hyperspace lane you choose, like that still takes time. The pirates are still there. So it's it like showed I, that time I, did pass though. They, the people I were just want, no. Just I know. Very, but like I, yeah. I want to know. It was know, very like, quick. Is it a week? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like how long were they out in the lava flats for? How dangerous it's was it? It's hard to know with the Mandalorian it, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like I just want a little bit of time because okay, you finally show up at this thing. Just and give us like, like I, one week. I've later. been traveling for three days. You know. They mm. they're already dealing with this stuff. Like we need to move now. There's no time for bureaucracy, anything like that. Yeah. Give me a squadron of ships or something like that, and let me go take yeah, it. Yeah, but nope. Then then the sound of like, oh, you know, we have to get a whole team together and everything like that. It's just that we don't have the resources right now because blah mm. blah 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 blah. Then all that from from the other side of the desk makes a little bit more sense. And you're not just like, well, you're just dismissing him out of hand for no reason. Yeah. It's like. It takes time to put something like this together. Like you, like you guys weren't responding. Well, yeah. everybody's calling for something. It's just like okay, well, we need it now. It's gonna take mm. a week. It's gonna take at least a week. And and this is again like something that just blows my mind. With just like, I I can't see how else they're trying to play it off as just like completely inept bureaucracy. Six years in because. Yeah. Gorian Shand, we kind of learned from this episode. He's not just or Gorian Shard. He's not just some guy because. Grief Karga says he's from the pirate, or he, sorry, Gorian says, and I think Grief mentions it too. They're they're part of the pirate nation, where Gorian says like, yeah, the New Republic mm-hmm. doesn't deal with the the pirate nation. We're gonna be fine. And it's like, wait, a Nate? So so you're telling me In that there's six an years? Yeah, there's an entire presumably sector that is now pirate space, and the, the outer rim. Is, I would assume. Yeah, and the New Republic is actively decommissioning their own warships. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? It, it's so... 
Yeah, it's, oh no, here we go. It, the Pirate Nation was an organization that the New Republic could not protect from in the Mid-Rim territories. Mid-Rim? Yeah. My what days! What are you doing? Yeah. You have fucking Star Destroyers now. Yep. And you're destroying them. Yep. Oh my god. Right? Fucking, when the Galactic Republic turned into the Empire, they didn't just blow up all their Venators. They're like, As repurpose them, just more remove the paint. And That's all a side that kind note. Of stuff I yeah. loved all the characters on the bridge. Like, there's the Warthog alien guy. There's the Oh, Ugnod. yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. And then there's also the, the steering wheel. Was okay. fantastic. I love it. Was I, so I like stupidly big. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, yeah, if yeah. someone just leans on that, the ship's gonna just turn into circles, man. Like it's gonna Friggin- just. Well, in space, everything's you know yeah. pressurized. It yeah. doesn't matter. But I yes. want to bring this up because we talked about it in our last recording, where it's just like you know, D- Disney's practicing all these cool new things. Every movie they do, <laughs> things they do. and then you see Gorian. It's like they've they've slipped fucking thirty five years into the past, or mm. it's just like. Nothing synced up with him and his yeah, yeah, yeah. With all these recalls. I'm just like, this is you're taking me out of it. And I kind of wish you were just not Davy Jones up right now, so you could actually just I don't know, even the Mon Calamari to some extent, when they're talking, at least they're like mimicking when the words are coming out. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of like open shut mouth. Open shut, open shut, open shut. 15 words, you know, two yeah. words. I did, love like, his, I did love his aesthetic, but, like, there's limitations, I guess, with he, the... There's almost too it's, it's, much it's, going on. It's like him. you're putting so much prosthetic on top of a person yeah. that you can only fit so much mechanical stuff in there to get it to move, I guess. Yeah, like, then give him simpler look. lines or make him speak a different language. I really enjoyed Gorion Shard, though. Like, his aesthetic and his voice was so good. He looks really cool, but... Yeah. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with the look. It's just that yeah. it takes... It makes you laugh instead it's of almost taking campy. it seriously. It's almost campy. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I enjoyed that because it brings it back to, like, old Star Wars, but I get it. Yeah, it's, it's like, I'm trying to take this seriously, and he's, like, 30% Muppet. Yeah. And he's, if, like... If that was happening, like, on a... On a hollow display or whatever i'd be like he, he's fucking with us like it's clearly a doctored holotape or something like yeah, that yeah. And, then, and then you see him speaking normally and it's fine like that i would i would be okay because then it would lead to like he's serious about he doesn't just shell a town just to shell mm-hmm. like, ah, i know he's like i'm staying here now fuck you you disrespect yeah. me like be i am a pirate king for a reason yeah not just the pirates are incompetent. I, I mean, to be fair, the incompetence is like the the people that you're dealing with are like seasoned to fight and to like literally destroy anybody. It's like pirates versus Mandalorians. It's gonna look like pirates don't know what no, the hell they're doing. It's, it's just I, I, will, I, I won't let it go that far because yes, in a way, but half of these guys haven't seen combat really. Mm. Like a few of them have that we know of. I mean, we're not gonna see. We, it, yeah, you know, they practice to do all that, but again. Simulation can help you in live live action, but it's not gonna be. I mean, Bo-Katan and uh, Mando in their fighters are like they're seasoned veterans in those things. Mm. Yeah, so, so that's yeah. That was also something that kind of surprised me, which was the shielding. Well, no, because we see we see Y wings right at Adelphi base, and as far as we can tell, they're not doing anything, right? Like it looks they're like dilapidated, it's and they're like they're being repaired. Oh, no, but but either way, like that. So what I what I was expecting was that they were going to tag team with um, the Adelphi Rangers. I and did basically two. Yeah. But the thing is, so they didn't have permission. Drunk. That was the thing, right? And he'd probably get court-martialed for not following orders, right? I would assume how inept and, they are. And, 
with, but that's, with how no, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. They are so inept, but at the same time, they need to put on this appearance of not being and being strong. Mm. So the best thing they'll do is punish themselves constantly, and they're very good at it. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, no, like, that's why you that, didn't do it. And that's why I, it's unfortunate that these guys are so hamstring, where it's just like, I, I'm thinking like Rogue Squadron would be like, we're just going to go fucking do it. Yeah, we're gonna be down for because that's our job. Like a new republic, Rangers of New Republic, like just like not show, but even like a movie or just something, or some shorts, like a, a, like six shorts, just giving us a little bit more information about the Rangers and like what they do on a regular. Like they're just kind of like going through space in the mid rim, out rim, outer rim, and just like making sure things are cool. And then they find, you know, I wouldn't mind them starting off with comics or something like yeah. that. Yeah, just to like let them go or something like I that. I feel like I feel like. Visual medium like a like a movie or TV series, I think would be it's better because, just because, because we have it established. Ships, right, well, we have it established as well. And the act, yeah, the action of the ships would be nicer, and just mm. kind of see what they're made out of, right? I, I I think it's a good idea. It's it's like even like I hesitate to say book. Well, I said comic, but like even with um like an audio book, like we've had Alphabet. It can Squadron be done well. Like already. Alphabet like, Squadron can, was decent. Yeah, you can do it, and you can go into detail in those mediums because you like that's what comic book. You put the you put the ship up. You can describe everything about it in a panel. Right, right. Maybe a couple. You can take several panels and go through different parts of the ship and like really explain it. So then, when you see it in live action, it's doing something. You're just like, aha! That's the X Y Z whatever the hell <laughs> compressor <laughs> system turbo laser. Cool. Yes. I'm throwing random words out, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's something that you can flip through a book and be like, that's the thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like you come you come ready with that knowledge and now you just want to see it. And it gives yeah, it gives them more freedom to be like, we can focus on this part now because you should know what it is. I think we can do this maneuver now because you know what it is. With the amount like, that they're using stuff. the Rangers, I believe like I, I would be hard pressed to think that they're not gonna do anything with them and just kind of have them at the wayside the entire time. Like they did cancel the new Rangers of the New Republic because of mm-hmm. Gina Carano and all that stuff. Yeah, but I could see yeah. them rebooting that as like a newer, like a series down the road. And and who knows? Maybe that's why they're setting up this pirate nation, so it's like something for them to fight. Yeah, while this is all happening. But yeah, I mean, again, I'm not necessarily I'm not saying it's it's uh, anyone involves fault, but just the way they're portraying the New Republic. And then it's I look a good at thing because like I, I think it is anyway because the New Republic is incompetent. There's a brand new government that's come into power, right? And the people don't know what the hell they're doing. They're repurposing some tech, but not all tech. And then they are, got their heads so far up their asses and are dealing with so much bureaucracy because they think that's the best way to go about it is that they, they don't see the threat that's underneath them because they think that they've won. But, but it's just the fact that it's like they spent so long trying to restore the, the old Republic. Yeah, I know. A lot they, of work for so... what we got. But and so it's a, and it's just immediately garbage. But and they it's just fall like, into the worst parts of it. Like it yeah, seems so immediately. You know what I'd love to see. But but that, how is that good? Like it just it makes me care even less about the sequel trilogy. But that's what I'm I mean, like, though. It, it sets up the it sets up the sequel trilogy's incompetence even more. I think that's what they're trying to portray. It's no. like there's so much incompetence see, and so I much get, bureaucracy that it gets so weighed down, and then the obviously seven, eight, nine happens. So yeah, it's not I like, get what you're, yeah. I get what you're saying. And like, but what what would really portray that well? Is if they showed us a, the New Republic Senate? Yeah, and, and I think we might get they that. Go through. I'm hoping. Yeah. And it would, but here's the thing, and this is why I'm kind of salty that, like, I hope that, like Noma said, if they take this, one of you said it, where yeah. they they take the pirates and the rangers and they make that that's Noma, a conflict yeah. and they fight mm-hmm. Noma. Yeah, because at this point they need a, they show, need something to fight against. They need something to fight against, but they also need to show like. Are, why are they doing it? How are they going about it? And or do they have backing? Because if they show the Senate just being like, 
uh well we can't deal with them and it's just it just turns into like the last few years of the republic and bickering and everybody mm. out for self-interest yeah. and all that stuff understandably there's going to be a lot of repair on worlds. There's going to be a lot of decommissioning on worlds. There's going to be a lot of things where they're just trying to boot the empire out and yeah. erase everything about them and try to move forward. Because between True. between you this and seven that... and eight and nine, it's like twenty years, right? Yeah. So like Roughly. you do that in the first couple of years, and yeah. you can get everything gone. I mean, everybody would be on board, so you'd have no issue with getting people to do it. Mm. Everybody's going to get paid fair, whatever. Blah blah blah. Do that. We're trying to restore some modicum of like i think we need to see the senate like some people in the senate having that like they they are like they have an idea of what to do they're pushing for it but then the majority is just like ah we're fine we don't need that like you need some people like, like a have bail their... organa kind yes, of thing you need, like, a bail, like, hey. you need a mon mothma you need the people that no she's the one who's saying decommission everything what you well, mean that's, but, yeah. i mean the old mon mothma not the new like the mon mothma in the new republic like you know the, what i mean like somebody like that was like her in, in like the rebels the in Andor. yeah okay because so. that's the thing is like and like yeah i i understand it has to the new republic has to be garbage and by the time seven comes around exactly. it's like they can't be but, garbage for 20 years i mean to be fair 20 years is like 20 that's, even 30 years is not a long time for a, a new government to be in place the thing stop. is a lot of these <laughs> no no, no i mean looking at looking at our world right like i don't know everything about it but like if you look at how jamaica was when they had the british you know um colony right and they had like the british government there then they became their own independent country and they have their own government there's a lot of things down there that are not going well in jamaica at the moment that is a horrific oversimplification yes of... but i mean it is a simplification but i'm just saying yeah. like there are i i when you have a newer government there are things that they're not going to get right right away and they will learn over time Right, I agree. I, I agree with the thought process. Mm, yeah. yeah, I just want to put perspective. Of course, of course, we're, we're thirty, right? Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Think about all the things you've done in the last maybe twenty-five, because you can, it's kind of hard to remember between <laughs> one and five, yeah, yeah. Or zero and five, right? But like, we've been around for a decently long time. Yeah, we're we're individually trying. Everybody's still trying to figure out adulting and just life and everything like that. Yes, we don't get everything perfect, and we yeah. we don't. But you fucking try and you learn from your mistakes. The whole some people, some people, some people. the whole time of the empire was a great teacher to show how not to be mm. and how you build on something and be better. Yeah, when you immediately show people like. The, one of the first sins in the world is burning books in mm. in the sense where it's like you can learn from books you can maybe they're they're yeah, going after education i mean yeah, even even nowadays like, like in the states in florida like they're banning books which is i mean just as bad as burning books because you're not letting people read them and the thing is yeah. just like oh they have bad content in them or whatever it's like, yeah but like even from bad content like you take what some people take it one way some people take it another it's but interpretation point, of what you're reading exactly right so it's just like listen this is a thing whether it's good or evil depends on the person guns mm. yeah. protection yeah. danger what's the scale on it yeah. who's using it right so it's just like okay you've seen it used the horrific way mm. like a star destroyer like food i guess yeah. technology oh, all that yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah and you decide it's evil because evil and evil and evil it, yeah, but it but, is a ship. Yeah, mm. 
it can help you against this budding pirate nation that's coming up and doing everything yeah. like that. It's an evil ship. Yeah, I and know. It, I'm sorry, is and, it sentient? Does it do yeah. its own thing? Does whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, because Empire used it. I get it, yeah. It's so it's it's such Who a backward way of thinking. the Senate is saying this, and is it... Do they yeah. have somebody from the Imperial service thingy that's... Are they all conjoined yeah, and working together to up. take this and, down? I'd love to see that because all we're seeing is Ellie right now. It's like, who are you working with? Who are you yeah. working with? You're not just doing this maliciously. There's it's obviously it's a grand for sure. at, at its And at its core, that's what really bugs me about the New Republic because it's like if Mon Mothma and Leia and like, I don't know, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, no, well, well, no, he is dead. dead. Yeah, he's dead, um, yeah. But Garm, oh God, who's the guy in Rebels that they team up? Dadana. And like Dadana oh, yeah, and okay. like garm if they were all fucking dead at the end of episode six i could understand how the new republic has gone to shit within eight years under a decade yeah right mm-hmm. but they're all still there and they also have the same ideals they're all still striving for that what they wanted originally which was a better old republic and so then within this short amount of time to just be like oh yeah well they're all incompetent so like it fell apart it's like well then what the fuck are all these people doing to just be standing there and be like, yeah, oh yeah, the the mid rim and the outer rim are being ravaged by pirates. Well, I mean, I used to care. This is something that I would have been outraged about if it was the the Clone Wars yeah. or the Rebellion. But now, who gives a fuck? And it's like just just looking at that compared to Legends, where I, like because I, I compared it last time, where it's like by this point we're pumping out the Mon Mothma class Star Destroyer, mm. and it's like retrofitting imperial tech because we need this now that we are the dominant power in the galaxy we need to clamp down on control and it it just seems so it's almost like bad batch where it's like it's it's shocking to us how quickly the empire has just taken over within like six months it's that same time shock where it's like this is a like we're not even a decade into the new republic and it's already garbage like how what happened to all these people that were leading the rebellion for 20 years right give or give or i would say a good a good thing for us to cover i think after this series Uh like this season is bloodline i know it's like a sequel trilogy prequel kind of novel but it kind of bridges the gap in politics between this and that really Uh, well yeah i was telling you like you know the leia thing happens in that with like the senate and everybody finding out that she was the daughter of darth vader and like whole that bureaucracy and stuff and it kind of shows like she's pushing for shit and like there's so much bureaucracy in the way that it's not going the way she needs it to which is why eventually she leaves the senate and leaves the new republic and creates the resistance right because she needs to get this shit going but she can't so she makes a smaller military force of the resistance right Mm -hmm. and that's why people leave like poe and all them they come with her during that so like i think bloodline would be a good way to kind of Put that in because i don't like i can speak for leia i can't remember if my mom is in the book but leia's in it and like she is pushing for stuff from what i remember and mm. she's like just basically drowned out by all the bureaucracy right there's, there's like when you have like a handful of people out of hundreds and hundreds of, or thousands of systems that are like voting on stuff you can bring something forward but if you can't convince half the senate things are not going to pass right so there's so much bureaucracy that even if the people do want to like sorry like leia and you know mon mothma but like if you can't convince the, the majority of the Senate, then bureaucracy wins in the fact that like things never happen, right? And the wheels keep on turning. You see, this... So maybe that's something we cover next. 
this makes me very, very, very curious about what the mentality is and what they're going for. Because as we know from sequels, they make it seem like the galaxy isn't that large. Yeah. But if you go that way, then for something like this happening, well, then in that view, the pirates have a significant amount of space. It's good. It could be I mean, the whole midrim territories is like huge. a hot space kind of kind of thing going on, right? How do your trade routes work if everything has to cut through the midrim? How does how does any kind of travel work? How do you, how are you moving a government every so many years if you always have to travel between these things? Don't they just become a persistent problem? You're like, maybe we should do something about this so we don't have to deal with it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the midrim like, is a lot of places. Like this is something that again the sequel trilogy has given its given the whole series a whole problem where it's just like we now have to make we have to dumb this down so much to make this make sense. Where remember we were talking about band aids before. Yeah, this is one of the biggest ones to slap on, and it's it's peeling and tearing apart and doing all that, and you're trying to slap the same one on it over and over again, and it's just like, do you realize now? that just the way you started this whole thing has shot yourself in the foot. You've taken off both legs and you are trying to crawl and piece everything back together. Yeah. And you are, it's just like what were like fully formed legs are now sticks and you're trying to use them and walk the same way as you would with regular legs. And you keep snapping and falling and trying to do it again and snapping and falling and trying to do it again, right. plastering it, plastering it, trying to make it stronger and stronger but now you've got this huge wad of tape on there between these two sticks that just looks so silly now. Yeah. And it's affecting every series. It's affecting Bad Batch, infected Bad Batch. It's affecting Mandalorian in the sense we're seeing really dumb shit. Anything else that comes out that is spanning between episode six and episode seven is always going to have anything that's revolving around the galaxy that has the New Republican play is always going to revolve around some really stupid things yeah things that to us should seem completely avoidable considering like you guys were saying what happened during clone wars and the empire era like all the all the things there to show you that's not how you do things or there's better ways or you know you could do xyz in clone wars they anytime they could use a cis thing against them they would yeah empire Mm. how many times were look Talon Card had a whole fucking like, star. He was using a star destroyer or their equivalent. Mm. Was was it? A, what is it? A star destroyer? Was it a yeah, it star destroyer smaller one, right? I think, yeah, I think it was a victory. Okay, yes, he was yeah. using victory he was one? using a star destroyer yeah. as a fucking flagship, the wild card, mm. like things like that. Like everybody was like, "Oh, well, is that Star-Hawks, evil right? shit now?" There's are they still in? No, but do you remember when Battlefront Two story came into place? Like, is it at the end of like it ends That's in the Battle of Jakku, so. right? Sorry, yes. sorry, squadrons. Yeah, sorry, squadrons. But Battle of Jakku is where was where episode. Or, um, look that up. Where Battlefront story ends, and yeah. then it picks up with the afterwards. Because I can see that. them keeping the Starhawks, but decommissioning the Star Destroyers, because then they can use them for the Starhawks. But are they still using the Starhawks in this era? I don't know, because they said a full demilitarization, right? Mm. I don't know, because like technically the Starhawks are Republic, like re- rebellion stuff, not Republic. And like it's, I would only or, say sorry, not Empire. Have- my bad. They could have one because, like, the amount of Star Destroyers it takes to pull apart to make one mm. is massive. And we still see Remnant officers still, whoever has, is in charge of their own ship and it's falling apart or whatever. Which leads me to think that, like, a lot of the Imperial bankroll 
and where that was coming from. We've seen it in Andor and what they have there. How many of those do they have on record? How many that, how many were off the books? How many officers were skimming off the top? How the Palpatine's treasury in itself, like all these things that like would they have easy access to? Are they covered? Like, are they mm. able to find any of these things within the first six years? I want to I want to hear them talk about like not just like bureaucratic struggles, but it's like, do they have the funding? do everything they want to do because it's like the empire it seemed like their bankroll was just they had that they had that american express black card (laughs) that just had no limit on it (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. right and they were just every project everything funnel money take money from the masses and everything 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 it's like it's Mm. they new republic should have no problem for money Mm. none all this stuff should be fine it's it's yeah, it's the fact that they're playing both sides at the same time, right? Where it's like yeah, Mando so and a bunch of these new things. It's like, oh, yeah, we're demilitarized. We're worthless. Like Nothing's going well. And then Squadrons is like, we're building the Starhawk fleet. We're better than ever. It it's takes like, place well, which, which one? Right after Return of the Jedi, apparently. It's like, like Battle Jakku happens and stuff like that. And then they have like the kind of taper out of the military, it seems like. And then now we're yeah. kind of like after all of the Squadron stuff. Okay. But I mean, th- yeah. this just brings up more point. And but, yeah. but I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. It's so. so weird. We just need more. And there's yeah. there's some detailed stuff like I don't I don't think I'd want a full filler episode just on that because I think I'd be ready to smash my head against the wall. Oh, what's listen to politics? Like not a filler episode, but like you, you know how they did the the Pershing one where it was like kind of like oh, like a side Mando, story. Mandalorian mm-hmm. kind of spotted route but yeah side story of like this is happening on course and it's just like mm. i want to hear the reasons for moving around the the, the senate and the whole thing with like yeah. that i want to hear about what they think about the pirates because it was perfect in i think it was was it kenobi or, or was andor, andor where they yeah. had where they had mon mothman talking with the other senators like oh no it's not a problem the empire is great uh, i want to hear actually say these things so i'm just like is the same kind of dumbassery where it's just like you're fully deluding yourself where it's not a problem until they show up on your doorstep literally if they do this with pirates i'm gonna start laughing yeah because they're literally writing a whole a whole era of pirate versus jedi yeah you should have records i don't care if the empire came through and destroyed a bunch of stuff Mm. this should be common knowledge by now Mm. of yeah, no, we fought pirates with the Republic before. Here's what it happened. It was a well. lot of terrible yeah. shit. We shouldn't let pirates yeah. run rampant again. Yeah. Why didn't it go well? We kept underestimating them. Huh. It's interesting. I wonder. Yeah. Like, right? Like, they're really writing themselves into a, a kind of a corner at this point if they decide to go with the Rangers versus them. But if they do bring that up, it's a good mm. way to tie in High Republic and make it really part of the canon at this point rather than just like everybody thinking, yeah, but that's over there. So, you know what I mean? It's like we are learning from it. From the research I've done, I, I can't remember where I read this, but what is happening with the New Republic is that they're decommissioning the New Republic's military force, right? Okay. But all of the systems are responsible for their own security. So judiciary is then. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh-huh. Like, like It's like every country is responsible for their own military their own instead army. of Earth yeah. being responsible yeah. for everybody. That, that just, that it's just not means really... it's like why... Why yeah. even join the new republic? Because their whole argument is like, well, a hundred percent. Yeah, in this episode, the whole argument is, oh, well, if they join the new republic, we can protect them. And then they're at, literally at the same time being like, join the new republic, you're in charge of your own protection. Yeah, so it's like, well, yeah. It? It's yeah. like, so is it a whole unified nation of independence? 
Yeah. Like I think that's kind of what they wanted. Yeah. Like that's kind of where it's going. See, because like but it the doesn't states, work. It's, we we know it doesn't work well. Yeah, yeah. Like the states have a U.S. army. We yeah. have an army and all. But um, it it just it just boggles my mind where it's just like how why the the argument it's like why would you want them to join so they yeah. can be in the exact same situation you give them the exact same lines yeah exactly so like, why it, the fuck are they bother? like navarro if they want if they're doing it this way they have their right to do so because they realized yeah, yeah we don't want to respond to another far off bureaucracy yeah and yeah. they understand that they're like yeah we don't want to be a part of it but like we could use the help of security but we don't want to be there so it's like what the so hell it's like you know you don't have security there is no security force if it's just everybody for themselves it's just which the x-wings why, like, and stuff like just a yeah, star which is why something like starlight beacon in theory is a great idea mm. something you should have you should have multiple ones around so anytime there's a problem in x sector you can be like send the signal to them they can deploy from there and they're there in two seconds yeah rather than us you having to come to Coruscant to tell us, and then us going from Coruscant and just all the way there. Oh, what if we just have a revolving government so you can get to us easier? But then a problem will happen on the other side because our pirates stupid and gonna be like, mm. oh, they move things, so maybe we keep our operations in the same area. No, let's just go around them again. We'll be on the opposite side. It'll take forever to get there again. Haha, ha, we win again. Yeah. Like, I, I, how stupid can you be? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's. I really want to see, like, what is the limit for the, the New Republic yeah. to be like, yes. The ignorance. What? It's the ignorance. The willing it, ignorance. Yeah. Yes. And, like, I, I said in the, on earlier episodes, like, part of it's just, like, that that relief of not having this Imperial axe over your head ready to mm. just, like, at any point and just you're gone. Or it's it's just, an correction. Yeah, you don't have to live with that over your head anymore, but now you're just, you've stripped off everything and you're running through the street naked. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, you still need to be taken down a peg. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, we're happy, we're free. It's just like, relax, <laughs> get your head right, focus yeah. on your galaxy, focus on, if you want to focus on the core That's... first, fine. But yeah. you have to realize well, it's the safe core and secure. Is... Yeah, New yeah. Republic is kind of the end goal, and you're you've already failed miserably. What are the yeah. benefits of joining the New Republic? Is the question really? Yeah, exactly. Thank you, yeah. because that is like I want I want that to be the thing is yeah you should join the New Republic. Why? What do you do for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we are the New Republic, <laughs> and that means better, and that means New Republic. And yeah, but you still haven't said what you're going to do for me. Like the one thing I can think of is like having a voice in the laws that get put into the New Republic. That's about it. But even then, it's like, which laws are the right ones that we're getting? And it's like, we're not getting anything that's helpful at the moment. Like, and that's why the Senate scene is so important to me. Because episodes one, two, and three showed it perfectly where like there was an agenda. And secret or not, but it was just like, you know... In episode one, it was about the trade union and all them stuff trying to be like, we got grievances. Yeah. We're here to air them. Mm-hmm. You listen or we secede and we are going to start a war. Yeah, yeah. in the separatist right? war it and was, then the independent was, systems could that were around. You see it building and yep. it was like, well, who's taking steps to address it? Do they have legitimate concerns? They do. But again, it's a Sith meeting this, or trying to get yeah. to lead this. Yeah, and so having, like, there's yeah. obviously like they're going to be some like pushback on it and trying to misdirection and all that. Yeah, yeah. There's not that anymore. So people will still come to the table with legitimate concerns. Oh, there's just an idiot at the helm now. So yeah. even worse than somebody with an actual plan yeah. and a guy to get where they want to go, we just don't know where we're going. So we're just 
Yeah. We're an ant with half of its legs chopped, so we're just going in this circle. Yeah, we'll spin in circles and hope it all works out. Yes, yeah. it didn't. It's yeah. Just, it's kind of shitty. How did this yeah. happen? So it, it's... Oh, that, sorry. If, if, no worries. If that's my... If that leads into my whole, like, prediction for future episodes, it's not even a prediction. It's just a fucking hope. Yeah. Please, please show me why they're so incompetent and if you don't this season and we're focused on just mandalorians and more dropship stuff and just the mm. more groups in the together i'm I'm still happy because yeah. i yeah. don't have to see and deal yeah. and hear anything about the new republic for the last yeah, bit of it exactly i'm fine with that too but when we do come back to them i want either that first scene of exactly i want that scene of somebody either going to the the senate or talking around the Senate building and hearing mm. things in and, the background about how these people actually think and operate. Yeah, there was one thing I was going to sure. say with the Rangers is like, if we do get, you know, maybe a side story of an episode with the Rangers and like, mm -hmm. they're like, okay, well, Navarro's safe now, but not because of us. I had to go get these guys to do this and to help mm. us out because we're not doing it. And so like maybe Carson Teva and, you know, Zeb or some other characters come to the Imperial or the Imperial Senate, the New Republic Senate and like voice what their concerns are from the front lines of, trying mm. to protect the outer rim even the mid rim and they can't they're they're shackled with the hands you know locked in front of them while they're driving if, around like if that if that's if that's what it turns into and it turns into the, like being a story of how they end up joining the resistance like i don't hate that but yeah, it's a better idea yeah i'm I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like my big. The reason that this just annoys me is because like i'm already checked out of the new republic like oh, i already too. do not give a fuck and it's just like i if you're trying to make me this isn't the way to do it yeah um but you know, yeah, I mean, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. It's just, no, it, it, it might be intentional. I think it is. Mm. This this is, but in in the terms of like severe malicious compliance. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, yeah you, you know where I'm going with this, where yeah, it's just yeah. like, hey, we want to do our series. Cool, you got to make it tie into the, why? We, we don't want to deal with that. That's still years in the future. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like, let's put something closer and you can take more time to figure out what you actually want to do with yeah. them rather than us trying to create some sort of random nonsense that won't make sense. No, right. you need everything that comes out has to connect to these. Cause we need yeah, to make yeah. sure that like we repair it. And again, the band, the bandit didn't take, right? Yeah. So we need to make sure it's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> rather than them starting off strong and then just crumbling after attrition after a few years, cause they're just getting too comfortable. Let's just yeah. start them off stupid. Then yeah. I, 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 Nope. You told us to make it link. Yeah. We're making it link. And that's the thing, if it, yeah. If it's malicious compliance, I'll roll with it. Because mm. you know what? In in my they deserve it because this is just it's it's punishment for a mm. starting off on a terrible foot, not realize not listening, yeah. and just pushing bullheadedly forward. Now realizing after all this time, maybe we should have thought of things through, and we are doing that. But then we have a dumbass note whenever it comes to the to the sequel. We have mm. to no, you have to try and make it right. We have to make it try and make people like it so we can actually yep. sell these DVDs and Blu-rays we got sitting here and subscriptions or whatever. <laughs> Why is nobody watching these on on Disney Plus? Everybody's watching Clone Wars. Everybody's watching Bad Batch. Everybody's watching Mandalorian. Here's a question Kenobi, for you guys: Andor, Seven, eight, nine. No. Why? If forever, whatever reason they would ever release Mandalorian on like a 4K Blu-ray collection, would you buy it? Once it's done. Yes. Okay. The only, but only yeah. because streaming services are finicky mm. and they could raise prices. They could drop prices. I technically you just don't want to have ownership. Them. Yeah. You want to be able to right? watch it when you want to online, offline, perfect quality, exactly. like just beautiful. Yeah. Internet goes out. I can just throw those in and still enjoy it. 
and yeah. wait for it to come back. That's the like, one I'm downside not... to streaming services because we don't get that option. Mm-hmm. You exactly. It's it's like you are part of something. You do not own it. Yeah, you yeah. have it. It's, it's basically a glorified timeshare. It's an NFT. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's just like at any at, think think of your favorite Netflix shows and are they still on Netflix? No. Are they still there? What month did they take them down? Are you worried they might take them down? There's there's always that underlying fear. So what do you do? You go out and get it to make sure it's yep. like, okay, I have it. Like Parks and Rec was on Netflix for a long time. One was of my it? favorite shows. Yeah. I didn't it, know that. See, it was. Yeah, that's where I, watched I, it. I binged it. And I binged it a bunch of times. And then one day I went and wasn't there. Yeah. Mm. It's on Prime Video now. Oh, they got the rights to it for a bit. It's like, why do I now? I have to sign up for another one just to watch it when I had this when I was watching it. Yeah, yeah. what it's the hell, great. right? So it's like these kind of things. You're only gonna get so much. So it's just like if you've ordered somebody to do something that's against their vision and you're messing with, because Filoni and Favreau have have visions and they're great. They also have Star Wars, Star Wars visions. <laughs> yeah, they've also said that that Mandalorian they don't have like a solid end yet for it, but they like they're not going to end it at season five or anything. Like they just want to keep telling stories in this mm. Mandoverse with mm-hmm. Mandalorian and all these other series that are offshooting of it. So it's nice to know that they they have like a, an idea of where they're going, but they don't have like an end time yet. They're they're still building mm. that up, right? Well, I like that especially because of the fact that the, the name of the show is not Dinjarin. Yeah. it's the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. any of them could step into that role. We've seen Bo-Katan stepping into more of the Mandalorian role right. in the last mm-hmm. few episodes, right? So it's where Din has become a side character almost. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I'm fine with it. It's just, I I wanted Mandalorian story. I'm getting Mandalorian story. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. But And, and kind of tying into that, mm. uh, that's what I'm excited for going forward because we now have the confirmation of basically what the rest of the season is going to be. Yeah. Right? Bo going off, I'm assuming with Din, um, and reun- like meeting, reuniting. We're going to learn more about these other Mandalorian clans. I'm kind of curious, are there more uh, cults of the Watch? Or is it going to be you know more of like grappling with all the different politics and religions of all the... Or maybe not religions, but traditions of these different Mandalorian clans. Like even which, like I mean, Sabine. Like, yeah, well, yeah. not probably maybe. not Sabine because she's with Ahsoka, right? We don't know where she's at the moment. Yeah, themselves. like we know that she was at yeah. the end of Rebels, but you know we've seen that. But I mean, is she still with her? We don't know. Or is she, I, out I, in the, you know, the like um, yeah outer regions my, my, or whatever. My assumption from how they ended Rebels was that Ahsoka and Sabine are both going off in different places looking for info. info yeah, right? yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, so like the one I'm most excited for, and I'm assuming we're gonna get it because they've already named the planet like twice in this series is seeing the protectors again and we're going to see Fenral. That'd be cool. Hopefully and get some Fang fighters for, for their conquest. Because oh I, think, I, I assume what they're leading up to based off how everything's kind of falling into place is that, because they say we're going to retake the homeland. Yep. So I am assuming Gideon is going to be on Mandalore uh, with an Imperial remnant force, probably trying to get and make more dark troopers Mm-hmm. Um, like and so mine this, more stuff like more uh, yeah, Beskar, get yeah. more Beskar, make more dark troopers, get some sort of fighting force together. Okay, we get we get that fight between like the remnant and the Mandos. Mm. Mythosaur comes out, and we gotta like have Mythosaur in there, like just mm. beating the crap out of like bombers and stuff like that. That'd be so cool. I want it. Oh, well, and and it's also gonna be like nothing can take down the dark troopers except the dark saber. Um, oh, okay. Or the Mythosaur. Right. Well, if if it just, shows up as a kind of Godzilla thing, that that would 
I think it's a four. I, feel like I think it it's, like, it's a it. quadruped, right? Like it's not. It doesn't go on two legs. It goes on no, four. I think. In, in the sense of it's in the water, it comes out as yeah, big. Yeah, 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 kaiju kind of thing, right? So like, mm. at the, like, I wouldn't be opposed to something like that. It's just that I I want to see just the Mandalorians do stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. They don't need a backup. If anything, I'd want them to see is like a pseudo basilisk which maybe mm. would be one if these things grow fast enough <laughs> you get paws on one of their backs it's, oh yeah. my god dude that basilisk. would be nuts right <laughs> so like yeah do they fly they the basilisks yeah they're they're kind they of get, like jets they're and stuff like or... sentient machine almost sort like of droids. thing like it's a droid with like a feral personality basically. yeah Okay, yeah. but they can they can like lift off the ground. They don't just walk, right? Or like, oh, no, they, they, fly. they fly now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they fly now. Um, yeah, uh, they they use them for in atmosphere drops. Yes. Like you, they could actually fly them in space, which was something I always thought. Who found could fly weird. them? Uh, Mando has the to be on it. Kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've, seen the I've seen what it is, but I, I can't remember if somebody pilots it or if. Yeah, no, the Mandalorians uh, ride them. It, but it's, ride it's them or pilot them. It's on the back. Yeah pilot you know it has a yeah, it has a sentience yeah. about it like an ai or something inside of it well he's right they're they're droids yeah okay they're droids but like yeah the feral like they could be pets like dogs kind of thing, yeah you know? okay like, trained attack dogs right? sure. so it's, it's like a like, mount yes with a brain. exactly so it's like mm. you're on it and you're just like all right we're going down and you had to you had to be somebody in the clan mm-hmm. to be yeah it was a like a, a high honor to be on one of those yes mm. and you had your unit which was like these are your these are your diamond dogs like these are <laughs> yeah you're the white they're, they're commanders through, yeah like they're going through to fight mandalorian so like... sends frontiers sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> our mandalore's camino now yeah, yeah. <laughs> well like, yeah you you fly them into battle and it's just like 10 gatling guns on the front of I yeah, i've seen, seen a picture i've seen a picture but yeah. it's, it's been a while yeah so it's, it's just all you see is like infernal blast basically mm. right no, but do they have the so, empire at war as a mod Oh, they should. No, unfortunately. But yeah, like, even just old, old, old Republic. Yeah. But even yeah. seeing like something like pause on the back, just to bring back the memory, you know, it's just like mm. we're doing so, we're moving steps. Like, show the opposite. Like, yes, the New Republic is just going like this, but the Mandalorians are coming back and mm. finding themselves again. You know, like they have old technology for, too. For like the coffin I'm, thing, like, putting right? one hand down and then the other hand going mm. up. It's not like, like they don't have access to that old technology. Like they had that coffin thing for the force sensitive, like people, right? And like, oh yeah, right? yeah. And I was like from uh, old. That was like in a vault, yeah. Right. So like, what um, else is in that vault? Right. I, so yeah. What, I, what I'm hoping I, though is that if they go back to Mando, sorry, last thing, mm. is that they read his nobody and i'm surprised that armor doesn't speak mandoa and i don't mm. know if that's because it's a karen travis thing and if like that was one of the things they just didn't consider or whatever like that but there have been like i thought like at one point i forgot this dragon isn't dank Merrick mandoa no no because no. gorian says it this episode it, it's it, it's it's oh, i can okay. see that as like a hutties kind of cuss yeah it's like a like, like a, a popular oh, yeah, or, or just cybisty or okay. something like okay. that but like yeah. I, I would rather it be like, you know, if, when Mando comes back and sees the armor, I'm surprised she wasn't like Sekuyagar or anything like that. Yeah. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't because like he's exile or apostate or everything at that point. But as soon as they join back, it's like you are now Vold or something like that. Mm. Like you know, something because they're, they're trying to hold to it so fast. But if they don't, I, I want them to take Mandalore and like 
these are on like slabs that are here and there. They got to piece them together and find their mm. language. That's what I'm saying because like, they might have like lost it. Going like this is the remnant empire and like like you know 20 30 years after mandalore gets destroyed and like losing language is pretty like you can do that very quickly if you're not a very practitioner right so. these are the children of the watch they're not death watch they're the children of the watch right the, that's so, something that could be interesting going forward right? if, they meet, if they meet a mandalorian clan and you know yeah they, they talk to bow and mandoa she talks to them and mando and din's like what the hell are you guys saying yeah yes like, really you want us to join these guys that don't even know the language yeah and i think and you, you can you bring that in and bring that culture really in great point mm. because remember when she's just like you've never had this yeah the, the pog like, suit well, yeah, I've, yeah i've heard of it but it, oh my god this is like a statement like how do you not that Lost kind of culture, thing. yeah. It's perfect for bringing everything together. So yeah, and it's a great way as well to have because, like, uh, like we said last episode or last, yeah, last episode, where it's like, oh, it's it's clear now that the reason Bo is able to join the Watch um, is so that she can be the fish out of water, so they can explain tradition. Yep. So now that she's going out and doing this, now Din's the fish out of water, and yeah. now he gets to to get all the stuff explained. And then also the armor is looking to expand the culture and put the right things mm -hmm. in and take the wrong things out. And like yeah. the language, you know, the traditions and stuff like that, that make Mandalorians Mandalorians is what mm -hmm. it is. Like, these are just like, I feel like the children of the watch just were like, they've seen Mandalorians, their, you know, parents or grandparents were Mandalorians. And they're like, yeah, let's continue the, the traditions. And I, I, you know, we always had our helmets on, so let's just keep them on. And we'll like, mm -hmm. now that we got to do that, Mandalorians destroyed. So don't take them off because you can't get redeemed. So it's, it's like all these things that kind of packed into this like weird cult rather than a culture. Yeah, right. it's something I'm really curious about timeline-wise because we see, assumedly, that the cult, that the children of the Watch have already split off from Death Watch. I'm assuming when they, by the time they'd already rescued, yeah, uh, Din, yeah, right. But they were in yeah. like no, the, Death the... Watch did get him because it was a Death Watch logo. Well, that's that's what I'm curious about, right? Like, were they already splintering at this point? Like, we're in Death Watch armor. But like now we've we've split off from you know we didn't follow Maul he's not a real Mandalorian because yeah. whatever well, they reason they weren't red either there's well, that so, yeah so, so that's, that's, that's it, the, like, the confirmation is yeah. the, the important yeah. thing from that because all we know is that Din was saved f by Death Watch from the CIS yes and so it's like what time period right what mm -hmm. area I'm I'm just really curious to know the timeline of the children of the watch from the fracture assumedly mm -hmm. the fracture of death because because if i had to make a guess for mm -hmm. the time a, a hypothesis at this point because like we have certain things about it dan your mm -hmm. your point where they're not in red and black they don't have the horns they don't have anything yet mm -hmm. pre vizsla was still doing stuff and on the public surface pre mall and everything like that yep mm -hmm. so a there's terrorist. a good chance that like they were going around, but still helping people and fighting and stuff like that. So, like, there's a chance that they got him before all the mall stuff, put them on some. They had he had to grow up and learn somewhere. So, mate, mm. he calls Concord it Concordia, Dawn. but let's say Concord done. Yes, they were there, but while the kids, and you never saw kids and families and all that stuff. When mall was around, you just saw the warriors. Women? Yeah, there were night elves yeah, there too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they split off first. They were just like, no, fuck this, we're done. Mm. But like, you still see like there's fighting group there not not family group there here we're seeing everything yeah so it's like wherever the family group was they were away from this so when everybody when all of them died during the mall thing it was just like well what do we have who are mm -hmm. we well we don't know any of that so yeah and and that's some of the stuff i'm really curious about because 
like there, there's a couple options I can see. I can also see like the Night Owls not being the only faction that broke off, right? Like if yeah. if Malting over splintered Death Watch, but at the same time, I'm also thinking like we know from Clone Wars that the Mandalorians that still followed the old creed basically were scattered at that point, right? Yeah. Um, Satine had basically just been like, "Well, you, you guys do your thing somewhere else." Um, so that'll be that would be really interesting as well to me if we. Um, meet a Mandalorian clan that like hasn't even been back to Mandalore since before um, her assassination. Oh. Yeah. And it's just like completely off doing their own thing. It's like, so they it. would be totally shattered coming back to you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck happened to our yeah. world? Yeah. Or yeah. Is it like, yeah, your sister let the planet fall to pieces and then you didn't fix it. Yep. I mean, she Why tried to. Her? She tried to bring Mandalorians right. back together, but sure. falsely. But, yeah. But it's it, still the mentality, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, why, why, why are we going to trust another Kree's? Mm. Why you? Why all yeah. this kind of? This is why I feel like she should have the fucking dark saber at this point, mm-hmm. just to be like, yeah, there's going to be a fight. Who I am? Yeah, didn't do the I thing. I got this yeah. <laughs> right. Where it's just like, you will follow this. Oh, I'll mm. challenge you for it. Be my fucking guest. Yeah, yeah. try. I'll let you even use it for a bit. <laughs> what the hell is this kick take it back want to go now or you want to follow me yeah marshall kill even because at that point it would be like regardless of your thought and that's why i like what they did with puzz where it's like i've had my differences with this man Mm -hmm. but this is the way like right like at at their core that is mandalorian so that one thing would be widespread throughout them all Mm -hmm. so it's just like i did i don't agree with you right now, but the martial prowess, you have that, you have this, everything else about you screaming Mandalorian, something that Satine would never do. Yeah. Mm. Fair, fine, fine. Let's see where this goes, at least for now. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see the rest of the season because we're only, what, four, four episodes in? No, no. Five. This is the fifth five episode, episodes, sorry. It's the fifth episode. We have three episodes left. Yeah, so like yeah. we got a lot to cover in three episodes, but you know, they do make them longer if they need to. So I can mm. definitely see, mm. you know, the final few episodes being a little bit longer and getting into more of the remnant stuff. Like that Especially is definitely what they're building like the f- up. Sorry. Midi- like, I got Mop Gideon being gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially because like the first few episodes were like half an hour to like maybe under 40 minutes. Yeah, they were so, short. Yeah, the yeah. first few episodes were I, short. Yeah, I could even honestly see the season finale being like we have reassembled a good chunk of the mandalorians but now we know gideon's moving on mandalore like a 60 minute episode yeah and then like setting up for season four will be the battle of mandalore that would be like, so okay. good okay. that'd be yeah. so good i i'm just really curious i really want to see i i don't know if they do it and honestly i wouldn't be like distraught if they didn't but i want to see some re some more distinct mandalorian styles especially for heading off to like maybe like i said you know clans that haven't been back to mandalore in a long long time like if if I could see one Mandalorian clan that's rocking like the Shea Vizsla style like Mand- Mandalorian pattern helmets, yeah. Oh, like with the yeah. uh, not the T visor or anything. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. I like the thought process. Unlikely. Yeah, only and that's because why of I'm... how how normalized we saw the T for the um, during the Clone Wars. Mm. The fact that the clones were using it themselves. Off of Django's interpretation, which would lead me to believe that probably the Super Commandos and Jaster mm. still use those as well. Yeah. 
it, I, I'd, I'd definitely say you've got more of an older public thing going on, which yeah. I'm all for because I did like some of those helmets. I really mm-hmm. did. Some of them were scarier than the T. Oh, yeah. But it's just become so iconic now that let's I like... didn't like the Super Commandos, like the ones in the Empire. They were weird. No, See, those are like, those are the new Super Commandos. That's what I mean. Though. Yeah. I didn't like those. Those were kind of awful. yeah. Those are kind of gross. If if they did do it, I'd see almost a like whole skulls. other debate coming up about like when Kylo's cross blade saber came out. Yeah, and everybody mm. was like, oh no, why? The... And then us being like, it's not the first time. Okay, mm. uh, like they could do that, and it would just throw people off. So instead, they'd just be like, just. Don't let they don't don't wear their helmets all the time. Will probably mm-hmm. be the one thing. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why I'm like, I'm saying like, oh, if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to be like, what the fuck? They couldn't even like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, I would not be surprised if it's just slight variations, like what Paz has, where it's it's it is the same T visor, but there's like little distinctions in the armor. Yeah, that yeah, look it makes it a little bit more unique. Yeah, Nothing. but I'd love, but I would like to see something where it's like you've got that helmet, and then it's like an additional like armor plate over yeah. something yeah just be like I you thought he- paz was heavy yeah this is a heavy mandalorian yeah like, it, like, it's like a, a thing that comes from a, it's like an iron man <laughs> thing where it like comes up and like comes in the face or something like that yeah that would be sick like because iron so man has like the shield thing where like, like he doesn't put his arms together and it's yeah. like a big shield that like apparates essentially <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the nanotech that's, that's, yeah. that's what i'm saying though like why can't star wars have that kind of shit well not like nanos is weird i don't i don't know if i'd like nano machines in star wars but i would like that kind of what you're talking about where it's like well, yeah. like, hey, there's a Mandalorian clan that went heavy into tech. Yeah. Into tech modification. Like, maybe they're, exactly, maybe their armor works with, like, the actual, like, hammers and stuff like that, but mm. has, like, a computer thing right there. It's just, just like, yeah, see, your girl, and, and all the, like, animated stuff, yeah. like, you don't really see any of them doing that as yeah. much with, mm-hmm. the, with the children. But who's to stop somebody else from just having yeah. a whole, like, computer embedded just, in a gauntlet to be like... Just go full power tech clan. Yeah. yeah. Stuff, right? But that's where I expect to see, like, maybe, maybe, going along with your idea, Noah, maybe one clan will just be in all... Because this this was me and Soltor all red and black, right? And it's just like, why? And it's just like, <laughs> we are... We are the night. We are vengeance. We are something. We we, yeah. we train in the shadows. The blah 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 or whatever. We follow like, the last true Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. And then another one with like either like Sabine style, where they've all gone completely spray paint, something like mm. that, whatever. And it's just like why? It's like this is what Mandalorian means to us. And they take it from like the murals and everything that mm. that Satine had and stuff like that, like the glass, the stained glass, and everything like that. It's mm. just like. This is what rep- this is what we believe represents us and everything like that, like mm. the vibrancy, the artisticness, whatever like that. The, the art is an explosion, Cats! yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my god, that's great! Like, just, I do want to see a data data on Mandalorian, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but just like a lot of just different interpreters coming together, yeah, which we had some right? Well, but that's what the Mandalorians were. It it was an expression. A, it was a melting pot, kind of, with the best things that they could take from everybody at the, with still keeping their core value. Yeah, and everybody has they, a unique interest were, that they bring into it. You were assimilating, it. but not fully. Yeah. It was just like, you join our religion, you join our creed, you join our this, but that's pretty cool. What's that? Well, this is the way we fight with this kind of thing, and this is what we do. That I like it. It's... it's Bring it in. We do see in in the episode where they have the training and stuff like that. Some people are using different weapons, like there's different like staffs and stuff like that that you're using, right? So that's that's a fun Mm -hmm. way to kind of diversify like combat scenarios and different techniques and stuff like that, which is good. 
I, I agree with you guys on that. Like, I think we need to see a lot more Mandalorian culture, and I think we're going to, especially mm. when we get into the, you know, the siege of Mandalore again, um, oh, or the yeah. retaking oh, yeah. of Mandalore again, which, you know what? Like, if we don't ever go back to the main, in quotation marks, story with, you know, you know, the Rise of Skywalker stuff and all that stuff yeah. with, like, the Jedi and everything, but, like, I, we stick to Mandalorian stuff from now on, and we have, like, that side of the galaxy that's going on, and, like, you know, Dark Killer stuff's happening on the side. Like, mm. give me that. Like, I want to see the Thrawn stuff. I want to see the Mandalorian stuff. Like, give, just give me all that stuff because that stuff is the good stuff that we're looking for. I to wait yeah. three seasons, but we're getting it. Oh, it's so good. I remember from the start of the series, what was the first thing we all asked? Because well, we all did. It was like, we want story, we want culture, we want all mm. this kind of stuff. And we're finally and getting it. And the people it. that are doing it know that stuff and live that stuff. Like, they have that knowledge and they care and they want it to be that there. That is it. That's exactly what mm. it is. The, the one thing that I'd also be really... I don't think they're going to do it because I don't think the timeline lines up anymore. And I don't even... Considering what we've seen in stuff like Kenobi, I don't think any would still be around. But it would be... Although with Cut, maybe it could. It would be really interesting to me if they pull if they pulled back or like re-canonized... Um, I don't know if you know Mandalore the Resurrector. Um, no. So... Mandalore the Resurrector is an ARC trooper. Uh, oh, is that is that uh, Spar? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so there is a period, um, basically during, like, kind of the Rebellion era, hmm. um, where yeah, basically, there, I, I think he's Alpha Two, um, but he basically goes to Mandalore uh, now that the Empire doesn't need him and starts to resurrect the Mandalorian culture and bring the tribes back together. I was going to say, um, like, maybe we'll see clones coming in, but, I mean, a lot of the clones would mm. either be old or dead at this point, unless they figure yeah, out a way yeah. to, you know, stop the accelerated aging. Or we get yeah, people like, um, you know, Omega that comes back or, into this, right? Well, that, that's why I mentioned Cut, right? Yeah. Because now, because we know that, that clones can have kids. I could it, like that. That could be a way, right? Where it's like it's our like founder, generation. Yeah, our yeah. founder was Mandal was Spar or Man Mandalore the Resurrector. Um, we are his heirs, and it's like you're all kids of clones. No, yeah. we're all kids of the true Mandalorians. And it's like, oh, okay. well, that'd be that very kind of cool. A whole bunch of like Django kids basically running mm -hmm. around. Um, but no, I, I, I yeah. think there's a lot to look forward to. Like definitely so much. Mm -hmm. Sorry, did you have something to say, Noma? There? No, no. I'm just trying. I'm trying to remember more about resurrector but i can't really think of much okay well i mean if you want to do some research by next episode maybe we can bring it up again and uh talk mm. about it so i do have a question for you guys though we just saw in the bad batch a place getting destroyed and then you know them staying behind out of the goodness of their hearts to help fix <laughs> things up mm. we've now just seen a town get shelled yep <laughs> it doesn't look like there's a lot of townspeople in it which is mm. why town is a fair description of it yeah the Mandalorians pretty much are one to one with people of that town. <laughs> they're basically going to be building like a. I, I, you know what I think they're going to do? Because in the trailer we see mm -hmm. a a you know those like bubble homes that are on Mandalore. Like they're, that's like kind of the old style Mandalorian oh, like homes. The... And we see in the trailer there's a shot where it's like a bubble home, but there's like greenery around it. So maybe they do like a terraforming kind of thing on Navarro mm -hmm. a bit. Um, for that. Now, that kind of brings up a quick thing that I wanted to bring up before I forgot about, which was when Gorian Shard's ship goes down into, like, the the ground, I'm yeah. like, that explosion, if that was anywhere near some sort of lava flow or anything, that oh, would yeah. create we, a huge lava explosion, like a magma explosion, right? I was like, oh, jeez. 
but uh, it, it's, it's possible they might do some terraforming, some farming, and stuff like that. The and build ship that fell up. on their mm. side, so it's their property now. And it's their problem to do it. Yeah, yeah. I could also see them doing something where it's like, I'm wonder, I'm wondering if my memory is correct here. Kind of like a boat when Boba Fett was Mandalore in Legends, and and goes on to kind of create the Mandalore sector. Um, where so it's like, oh, Navarro's part of the satellite regions of like Greater Mandalore, mm -hmm. which yeah. is in itself, you know, Mandalore, uh, Cal, oh, oh my god, I, I keep forgetting the name, Calavara, Calavara, yeah, um, you Cordia. know, Con Concord Dawn and whatever other planets, right? But then we've got our satellite regions where it's like, this is where we, these are the areas <laughs> we control to ask for not tribute. <laughs> to help rebuild the homeland yeah. so it's the uh, gma yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the greater mandalorian area yeah <laughs> but that'd be odd dude if they're like no, if they no. go to concord uh concord dawn or another planet and it's like hey we still have mandal motors factories here it's like sick okay yeah. we start pumping out fang fighters we start getting gauntlets we even like fuck if in season four they're like we we have one keldavi battleship that we retrofitted yep. and it might maybe be able to go toe to toe with a victory star destroyer and that's it like ah oh, be interesting be to see if, like the mandalorians at this point become like a police-ish force kind of in mm. that navarro region kind of like the, the range of the republic but they yeah. would be and this is they what, need to get like, some ships because they only have two and they can't fit yeah, everybody like yeah. i mean they can fit everybody on them but well but yeah. that, that's why you look for mandal motors because they yep. can then bring back your tanks and your everything uh, your fighters well, th yeah. that's what iriadu was for that part of the the outer rim right because their judiciaries would be going and they'd have like a sector mm. to patrol yeah, that was yeah. close by so they could control they could make sure their shipping routes were okay they could make sure travelers were okay their own mm. system was okay so it's like is even they were doing a better job than the freaking <laughs> yeah man but i mean oh, i think that does it for this episode we've talked a lot about the different yeah. things that are to come in the mandalorian mandalverse and in this series in general but uh, i think we had some great discussion and uh, we want to hear more about what other people think too so let's get into the outro Welcome to the outro of the podcast. Thank you for listening to The Mandalorian, Chapter 21, The Pirate. And uh, if you also enjoyed this episode or had some, you know, criticisms such as we did about the New Republic and how they're handling the situation or what, you know, the directors and writers are trying to portray in this era of Star Wars, you can let us know a whole bunch of different ways. And Ed is going to let you know how you can do that. Absolutely. And all this information is over at voiceoftheforce.com where you can find our merch shop as well, shop.voiceoftheforce.com. But please contact us. We have our email address where if you want to be formal and send us an email, that's all right. We will get to it within 10 business days, maybe. You know, <laughs> the bureaucracy happens. Oh, sometimes well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. We have to demilitarize our email account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that email is connect at voiceoftheforce.com. We're on social media. We've got our Twitter account. We've got our Instagram account. Those are at Voice Force Pod. Anything you do, retweet or repost. It could be our new episode tweets, for example. It does help with growing our listener base, and we really do appreciate it. Like we said earlier, we will be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Voice Gaming. That will happen. Keep your eyes on Twitter for that or Instagram stories. One of the two. Easy access. 
places. Both of them are, but you'll you'll find it. You'll find it. Remember, twitch.tv slash voiceforcegaming. Finally, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and all major podcast platforms. Any review, preferably with five stars, and a comment helps with visibility. And we really appreciate that as well. And if you do subscribe or end up subscribing, it is free, and you will get the latest episode as soon as it releases. Thank you, Ed and Noma. And with that said, remember, this is almost the way. We're almost the way. Almost there. 90%.